All right, hello everyone. Welcome to Jessica Payne Live. It's been a minute. Hello, hello. I'm your host, Jessica Payne. Welcome to the show. It's been a few weeks. It's good to be back from hiatus. Today we're going to talk about what do you do when success feels hollow, hollow success. And I'll make sure to define that in a minute. If you're watching on the replay or listening to me on the podcast, thank you. Make sure you subscribe, click like, share as much as you can. I'm really trying to get more of a presence on those channels um, because I know a lot of you are on them uh, more frequently than Facebook these days. All right. Facebook is the hub, but you can find me on all sorts of channels. Maybe you're watching me on YouTube. Maybe you're downloaded or listening to me over on the podcast. Maybe you're watching live. Thanks, as always, uh, or watch me on the replay. Thank you. Thank you. So today I'm just going to jump into our topic, and I would love for today to be a discussion. My best shows, my most watched shows are when you guys participate. So if you have a question, hit that comment button, say hello, uh, wave, and let me know what you're all about. I think by the response I've gotten from this topic, a lot of you are either experiencing it, maybe you're uh, experiencing success or hollow success right now. One last ca uh, caveat, if you've noticed this is a little bit of a different type of topic for the show, you're absolutely right. Um, in the past, I've focused a lot on business and social media, which is what I do for a living, which will always be an ingredient to what I talk about. But it's going to focus more in on more of the empowerment piece. And this is based on your feedback from me, people I work with, the questions I'm getting a lot of. It's informing my show, which makes me happy. A lot of you have been bringing this um, issue up, whether it's for consulting together or just in work. And that's why I'm doing this show. It's going to be more about speaking your truth, more empowerment, and for you to take more control in your business using the power of communication and storytelling. But it might uh, step out of those boundaries a little bit. Okay? Quick shout out to everyone here. Hey, Corinda, how you doing? Uh, yes, I am still on Instagram Live. You'll check me out. Um, perfect reminder, after every show here on Facebook, I jump over to Instagram because I know a lot of you are there. Uh, it's a little bit of a highlight reel, but I always hit on the same uh, topic. So please follow me. Uh, I'll put my handle there in just a second. Thanks, Corinda, for that prompt. I appreciate that. Uh, Krinder is saying, hey, hey, hello. Looks like we've got Teresa. I'm so glad you're here, Teresa, as well. You guys have seen her in the past shows. Teresa, I know you and I have talked about this and the visibility piece, so that's why I'm talking about it. All right, so today's topic is when success feels hollow. And would it be helpful if I went ahead and maybe defined what that means to me? Raise your hand if you kind of know what that means. I have a feeling you do. I'd love your definitions of it. But essentially what hollow success feels to me and why the heck it's important is it's easy to kind of identify when things aren't going well in life or business, specifically business, um, or maybe what you're pursuing when, when you don't have all the right pieces or when things are going poorly. It's easy to say something's not working. And what you typically do or what you try to do is you try to fix it. Um, maybe there are certain ingredients in what you're doing, your team, uh, maybe it's time, maybe the quality of your product, whatever you're bringing to the table, you probably don't have all of the puzzle pieces working together. It's easy to say something isn't working when things are kind of uh, literally not working. But here's the purpose of today's show. A lot of you are, most of you are successful. I know this because I watch your businesses. I know about your relationships, stuff like that. Me too. And this is one of the reasons why I'm bringing it up. One of our greatest challenges in life, I think, is to pay attention to when things aren't working, but it's even more difficult when you actually are successful. That's why there are a lot of very unhappy, successful people out there. People who even may have make, make a ton of money, have the perfect house. Maybe their business is skyrocketing. Like on paper, they're doing everything right. You could actually define them as successful, yet they're not happy. 
And that's what I define hollow success as. Here's another example, an actual example that prompted this show. A couple days ago, I belonged to a Facebook group. Someone posted in a Facebook group, they had just made a killing on their sales. I think they were selling something like a webinar. And their post was something, and I'm paraphrasing, they just killed it. I think they'd made like five, six digits. They, they had sold a ton of seats to their webinar, massive success. And her post was something along the lines of like, I should be celebrating, but I'm not. And to me, that's a red flag because I've experienced the same thing, not selling webinars, but she was experiencing this hollow success feeling. This feeling of, it's almost an out-of-body experience, like maybe, and raise your hand if this is you, put it in the comments. Maybe you achieved a milestone, something maybe you've just been working really hard at, and it's like a lack of emotion or an out-of-body experience where you should be happy, you should, should be celebrating, but you're not. To me, that's a classic case of like a hollow success. And so I commented back, I said, maybe it's not fulfilling. And a couple of other people, a couple other women especially, cued into that. So it's kind of a perfect example of, and that's okay, by the way, for you to make achievements and, and be successful. But it got me thinking about this whole idea of everyone is working so hard right now, especially entrepreneurs. I'm seeing this all over social media. I'm seeing what you guys are doing. You're spreading yourselves thin. You're working hard. You are achieving success. But maybe it's time to check in. Is that success hollow? And the easiest way to, to, to ask that is like, is, do you have any sort of emotional uh, uh, connection with your successes, with your achievements? Or is it just like, is it no longer uh, meaningful for you? I've already got a ton of comments, so I'm gonna read them. Teresa's saying, yes, should be celebrating, but I don't, I know that feeling. I experience this when people acknowledge my content. Teresa, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna prompt you a little uh, more. Do you experience this feeling of hollow success with your with your content, or do you experience an actual emotional connection with your content? Can you define that a little bit more? But I'm I'm I think we've all experienced this, right? And let me just say, it doesn't have to be a major achievement to feel hollow success. I think we've all have felt it maybe in jobs where here's here's another scenario. Maybe you're really good at what you do. You're awesome. People love you for it. Maybe you're 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 you've won awards. You're that talented. Maybe you run a department or a company, or maybe you're just like the best person on your team and you kind of know it and that's okay. Maybe you've been in a job or a relationship for a really long time and it's like, it's kind of easy. You kind of don't have to really challenge yourself. It, it comes to th this whole question of like, why would we ever leave a good thing? And that's kind of what keeps people, I think, stuck in these, uh, these cycles of staying where they're at and I'll get to what you do when you hear that voice and have that hollow success experience. But I still want to see if we can get a couple more examples of what hollow success feels like. Teresa, you're saying, I think that's why I felt so many times like all the work has been for not because nobody cares. Hate that feeling. This is really important to bring up, Teresa, because I think you're talking about two things, if I may. One is your emotional connection and one is your perceived, uh, your perception of others emotional connection. And for the purpose of this show, I want to focus on yours. Because in a way, it doesn't even matter, right? If you're fulfilled with something, it, it's almost like you don't even care what other people feel if it fulfills you. So what I want to do is focus this show on not just your perception of what other people think about your content, it's you. But I absolutely get what you're talking about, because it's sort of like there's nothing more um, uh, 
kind of discouraging than thinking people don't care about what you're doing. And that's the place I go immediately. When I don't feel fulfilled in something, I immediately think, well, it's probably not the good quality for other people too. And you see how you can start to spiral down this thing? Guys, thanks for joining. We're talking about when success feels hollow. I have a couple of steps that I go through and it's not a prescription, but I thought maybe it can help you. Corinder's saying, hi, Catherine. I'm excited all week. Uh, is it security week where you're at, Corinder? You're in the UK, right? Is that right? Did I get that right? Where are you at, Corinder? I know you are abroad and I love my, I love my international audience actually one thing I love the most. So uh, let's talk about it. what up, Catherine? Hey, do you have an example of a, a hollow success feeling? Maybe you've achieved something and it's just like you've done this really good thing or really cool thing and there's like no emotional connection. It feels hollow. We're talking about what happens when you recognize that and the, and the steps you can take. Because again, just if you're joining it's easy to make changes and identify there's a problem when things aren't working. But what if things are really working? What if you're really good at your job? You're making good money. Your business has just gone gangbusters. Um, but the success feels hollow. What do you do? To me personally, I think this is like one of the big biggest challenges in our in our lives. It's um, it's making that uh, making those choices. Come here. You want to be on camera? Lady, my cat is going to make a cameo. Do you want to come up? Clearly she cares about this topic. Here, why don't you go in that random cupboard? All right, so we're talking about hollow success. How about I walk you through just some of my thoughts? And if you have questions for me or questions for Lady, put them in the comments. Catherine's saying hello. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Teresa Kitty. Yes, in all transparency, she's here. And it's a little dark, you guys, because we have this weird thing going on on the west coast of the US right now. We actually have a tropical storm coming up through Mexico. We don't get these, okay? This is the east coast gets to uh, gets to call, uh, they, they, they own the hurricanes and tropical storms, but we have it. So it's really dark outside, which for this Angelino, it's a nice change, but that's why it's a little dark in the studio today. All right, so UK, London. I knew it, Corinder, I knew it. Shout out to London. One of my favorite cities. I lived there for a few years. Talk about, that was a huge chapter on my personal journey. Talk about when success is hollow. I was doing very well, living the life in London, had a great job in this beautiful romantic city and it was like an empty success feeling. So I have felt this, you guys. Um, and I ignored that voice for years. Patterns, it's all about patterns. Here's another way you can figure out if success is hollow, have you felt this? And this is my first uh, question. Have you felt this feeling before? Okay, so let's say that you have this, you, somehow your brain is connected to your heart and your emotion and you realize something isn't right. That's the biggest hurdle because we're really good at ignoring. You can make a choice. You can ignore and proceed as normal or you can listen to the voice. Let's assume you've listened to the voice and you know something isn't working. The first question you can ask is, have you felt this feeling before? So let's say you're like, I don't feel this isn't fulfilling me, this success feels uh, feels hollow. First question you can ask yourself, have you felt this feeling before? Maybe it's just an isolated case. Maybe you're just really tired or your boss is a jerk or um, you, you know, you're coming off of a big product launch. Maybe you're just, you need a minute to take a knee and take it all in and then you'll get that emotional connection. You'll actually realize the, the fruits of your labor. First question, have you felt this feeling before? 
you can write these down to you guys. If it's an isolated case, maybe you haven't felt this hollow success feeling uh, sensation before, I would say proceed as normal, but listen, really, really, it's up to you to make the choice to feel into it. Maybe after a week, you'll realize the fruits of your labor, it, the fulfilling piece will come back. Maybe you just need a nap or two days worth of sleep. Maybe you have to jump on that plane and fly back home, whatever you need to do. If it's an isolated feeling, maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's an external factor actually interfering with you actually feeling great. We've all had those bosses maybe who, you know, it's your achievement, but maybe your boss's personality is just this dark cloud. You just have to extract yourself from that situation. Um, and maybe you just have to get home from the conference you're at wherever uh, to actually feel the fruits of your labor, all right? So if it's an isolated uh, case, just maybe proceed as normal, but check in and see if it happens again. Okay, so the other, if you're looking at me like on a little flow chart, if you answered yes to that question and you have felt this feeling before, and this is where you have to really get wicked honest with yourself, because again, we're really good at ignoring and pushing it away. Because again, why would we leave a good thing? I'm making good money, I'm in a perfect marriage, I get to go to Bali this year, um, I'm, you know, I just got promoted, right? All of those things cloud our judgment, right? And, and they help us redefine what we know is sort of a lack of fulfillment, right? Okay, so if you answered yes, and this is something you felt before, we have some fixing to do. So here's where I would kind of think about navigating that because that's really scary. And that could take you like two days, two months, two years to actually get to that yes question. It took me eight. eight years, three jobs, two countries, to figure out that my career, which I was really, really good at, I am really, really good at, wasn't fulfilling me. It was more of a personal journey I had to go through, but again, I was very good at my job, making good money, living the life, success was hollow. It took me eight years to actually acknowledge that something wasn't working, okay? So you guys aren't alone. Corinda, you're saying, I always listen to your voice, love it. You seem like a very mindful, mindful guy, Corinder. I love that. And I don't mean to get too spiritual woo-woo on you guys. You guys know I'm kind of of that mind, but you don't have to practice yoga or be mindful of a meditation rocks. Um, studies have shown. Um, all I say is find a quiet place each day, maybe for, maybe for a couple of minutes. This is a great exercise to do during that quiet time. Maybe it's right when you make that first cup of coffee in the morning, take a walk, whatever. Corinder is saying, you agree, I love it. Teresa, it's gloomy and damp here too. I think we maybe are giving you our clouds from, to, to, from California to Michigan. Corinder is saying, but success of live streaming on Instagram is hard. Oh, I, yep. I'm glad you brought in a specific example. Corinder, let's talk. Success on live streaming on Instagram is a whole other animal. So if you want to go through this exercise with me, just check in, maybe write down, jot down something that may, you know, think about this exercise. And if something pops in your head, chances are that's what you need to work on. Or if you get that little feeling in the bottom of your stomach about something, maybe it's relationship related or work related, jot this down. It's a really good kind of self-help exercise. So again, if you're just joining, hello, we are talking about when success feels hollow, what you can do about it. So far, I've asked I've defined what hollow success is. It's really just that lack of fulfillment. When something doesn't fulfill you, like bye-bye emotion, and that's why it feels empty because you're because you've done everything on paper, but if you're not emotionally attached to it and you don't care, that's why that's why it feels hollow. 
right? And that's where you get that push-pull. It's one of the beautiful things about our mind. It's gonna be like, this is no longer fulfilling. You need to make a choice. Uh, the second one is that the question you ask is, have I felt this before? If you haven't, watch it. If you have, let's go through a couple of steps. Um, if you felt this before and you are willing to take the step and actually acknowledge, yes, there's something that is uh, that is missing or needs to be fixed. Maybe you just have to walk away from it. It is it is not fixable, and that is what you really need to to uh, admit. Again, it took me eight years, eight years, two countries, three cities to figure that out. Here's the next question you can ask: Is it an easy fix? Could it be an easy fix? Is it a matter of getting your time back? putting more of your creativity, taking responsibility back. Maybe you've delegated something away and that's why it's not fulfilling because you're no longer touching, you know, you're, you're no longer close. I find this to be um, a huge factor with creative people when they take a corporate job or when CEOs, when their business takes off and it grows and they're re more removed from the actual work. Um, you know, if you're an inventor and you create something amazing and now you're a CEO and you don't touch the work, Bye-bye fulfillment, because at the end of the day, what you really crave is the work. This happens a lot in startups, actually. Um, you know, uh, engineers are suddenly board members, and, and you wonder why they're not fulfilled. Making a ton of money, huge visibility, published, whatever, but at the end of the day, if they like to tinker and build stuff, and they're not, they're not fulfilled. So that's kind of a typical example, creative people, maybe musicians or artists who run record labels, like it's a different job. It's a, you know, and it, if it doesn't tap into a skill set that they actually love to use, bye-bye fulfillment. Does this sound familiar? Maybe you were really good at one position and now you're a manager. I suck at managing most of the time, by the way. I like to work on my own or work with teams. I don't wanna manage 30 people. That's why I'm not an executive. I run my own business. Does this sound familiar? Teresa's saying, yes, I crave the work, but all the other stuff that builds to the work is, ugh. I know. And this is another thing. Know yourself. Know your strengths and know where it helps to bring in other people. This is one of the biggest lessons I've learned. You know, so the flip side, maybe you've delegated something away and it no longer fulfills you, or maybe you have too much on your plate and the work is just getting in the way of you actually succeeding. Maybe you need to delegate it, maybe bring in a partner. And that's scary because it's hard to trust other people. That's a whole other Oprah, but that's a big thing. I think the, the purpose of this exercise is to see if there if it's fixable. So that's question number two. Is it an easy fix or is it is it fixable? And maybe there are some choices you can actually try in the next couple of weeks or a couple of months. My challenge to you would be, if you're facing a situation, let's see if we can write the ship by the new year. Um, what changes, if any, can take place immediately and then over the next couple of weeks? Because it's gonna take a little while for you to get that emotional connection back to the success. It's not a, it's not a fix overnight. So that's the second question. Is it a fix? Can you fix it? And if you can, try to. It might just be a tweak. And all of a sudden, boom, you're emotionally more fulfilled. The success no longer seems hollow. You're happy. And that's amazing. Uh, if that's not the case, then, then I think the real work begins. Because again, the whole topic of today is like, it's easy to point. It's easy to fix something that you know is broken. But what if it's really working and it doesn't fulfill you? And then you have that hollow success feeling. This is where the big questions come. It's like, well, why is it not fulfilling? And maybe you need to actually go a little bit more inward to see what's missing. Think of it as like a missing ingredient. Sometimes we don't know. Again, it took me eight years to figure this out. Um, middle of my career. 
on paper, I was ticking all the boxes, living the life. It took me a long time to actually acknowledge something was wrong and then actually try to fix it. This is the next step. This is the next choice you can make. Sometimes you just have to like acknowledge it's not working. And what I call is sort of create a space to explore. Because to me, I don't like confrontation and that's like the least threatening, but it's enough responsibility on me to actually proceed. Krender's saying exactly. Saying no, not fixable. And know your knowledge, I love that. Kind of like stay, like what's your lane? Know your dots, stay inside your dots. Um, sometimes just knowing you're done with something is, is all you need to know. And it's okay to not know the next chapter, by the way. That mystery, there's nothing more scary, I think, than, than knowing you don't, you're not currently happy in your current situation, but it's terrifying to not know the next chapter. And that, again, is another reason why we kind of stay where we're at, especially when things are going well. That's why people stay in marriages, they stay at companies, they stay in high-powered positions, they like those paychecks, they think it's gonna fulfill them, but again, it's hollow success. The beautiful thing about um, our mind is that little voice is not gonna go away. We can always choose to ignore it, ignore it, but that little voice is not gonna go away. Oh, uh, who is the CEO of Instagram and Twitter? They just announced, Corinder, the new CEO. I love your Instagram questions, by the way, keeping me honest. They just announced, I think yesterday, um, internal promotion. Yeah, big side news on, on Instagram, by the way. Um, two of the founders left recently. Watch the space, really interesting. Creative differences. So perhaps, 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 the, the reason why these two uh, gentlemen uh, decided to leave, the way it said in the press release was that I think they're pursuing they worded it beautifully. They're basically saying they were hungry for more creative opportunities, which is beautiful, which is PR speak for saying there were creative differences. But it's kind of a good example of this exercise. They were probably like Facebook owns Instagram. Uh, Instagram is what is no longer what we originally built. They're probably very far removed from the actual work. And so bye-bye. You can only imagine how much money they were making, by the way. So here's here's a good example of, thanks, Krinder. Here's a good example of this uh, situation. They were probably realizing this is no longer fulfilling. I don't know if you can define people more successful than than the founders of Instagram or Facebook or, or, or you know, what have you on paper, but clearly they weren't fulfilled. So they left, interesting. And this goes without saying, I'm sure they'll land safely and comfortably wherever they're at. Another reason why we don't make these scary changes, like again, for us, every dollar is 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 hard earned, every pound is hard earned. Um, you know, we're we're typically, I don't think I'm talking to any CEOs of any billion dollar uh, startups or apps. So to make any of these changes is very real and very scary because we are um, we you know, money isn't just pouring through the windows, right, you guys? All right, so let's proceed for a couple more steps. Again, hopefully, I'm, I, I hope that if there's one of you that leaves today with kind of uh, some courage to go through this exercise uh, in whatever way it works for you, I would have done my, my job when success feels hollow because here's my point. I don't, I'm so proud of every single one of your achievements, but as someone who has ignored that voice, there's a cost, right? You're in your prime right now. We don't need other people telling us what to do or speak for us or holding us back. Um, and 
and that that idea of security and 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 even just doing well uh, can sometimes be a a smokescreen to what we really want to do in our lives. And it's like if there's anything the headlines are telling us right now, now is the time to really take these chances because you know why let anyone else kind of dictate what what our success is? And maybe you've just outgrown what you've been really good at. Explore that other chapter. If not now, when? Right? All right, so a couple more steps. Let's say you're like, oh my God, um, this is no longer fulfilling me. I have no idea what the next chapter is. Again, the next step is really just allow, give yourself permission to create a space. Just hold a space to explore. Don't leave your job. Don't leave your relationship. But it's up to you and no one's going to do it for you. Create a space. Maybe it's just to ask questions or explore new things. Get a new hobby. Don't do anything dramatic. But try to play in other areas. If there's a class you've always wanted to take, uh, maybe it's a completely different road you want to take your business into. Is there a way you can dabble and play? And this is probably going to be in your free time, right? So this is where the real investment is. But I would argue it's probably worth it. If, if it's going to be fulfilling, you're going to know straight away. And I feel like when something's more fulfilling, it doesn't take much to get that emotion back because you're doing something you actually want to do. So explore that. Hold a space for it. Try to identify where you could start in dabbling in something that might be a little bit more uh, uh, fulfilling. So that might mean rolling up your sleeves and getting back into the work. Maybe you've just been phoning it in for a while because the money's good and the money's easy. Well, this is going to be a different lifestyle change for you. So are you ready for it? You might try it and be like, you know what? It's not worth it. Fine. But at least you'll have your clarity. I always say clarity, clarity is empowerment, right? This might mean rolling up your sleeves and doing the work because that's what might originally have fulfilled you. It might have been a minute. So you're going to have to take responsibility to do that. It might mean... Um, uh, walking away from certain partnerships or relationships. I'm not really talking personal. I'm talking maybe more creative or business. It might mean scaling down. It might mean taking time off. It might mean using your next vacation to do some of this hard work. All right. So ask yourself these questions and see if you can try to get some clarity on what might fulfill you. There could be, it could be completely different from what you do now. That's where maybe classes can help. Or it could just be a little step change, a little tweak in your business. Does this make sense? Is this scary as heck? Am I touching any buttons here? Um, a couple of things to keep in mind, and then I'm going to jump over to Instagram because I want to honor this and keep it a half hour. Here's where you're really going to need to take ownership of your problem or your issue. You've already done the hardest work, I think, which is actually acknowledge that something's not working. That's the hardest because I, I think that's like life's biggest lesson. So. Congratulations there, you've already been kind of, uh, you've already done the biggest step. Now you just have to kind of figure out what the next one is. So take ownership. Number two, no one can fix it but you. Don't look to someone else to fix it, your wife, your spouse, your children, your boss, your manager. They're there to hit the bottom line. They've got their own issues. Everyone's running their own, on their own journey. Excuse me, I have a cat. Boop, boop. Uh, everyone's on their own journey. It's up to you. You're the captain of your ship. You're the only one that can fix it. Don't turn to anyone else to fix it because that's just going to, you're probably going to spend time and money there and, and whatnot. Unless you need like a counselor or therapy, which I highly recommend or, you know, anything on the personal side and you do need an, an expert to help you unpack things, but you're the only one that can really make, the, make this choice. 
Again, create a space for exploration, create time, create the opportunity for you to actually try new things or try to see what that missing ingredient is. And that's probably gonna be only through experimentation. And that's scary and that takes time. That's gonna add more to your workload probably. So this is where you have to really buckle up and say, are you serious or not? Quinder's saying, no one can do it for you. That's absolutely right. No one's gonna be able to be like, aha, this is what you need to fix. I'll do it. It's not gonna be fulfilling. You have to find the, the you, you have to take ownership because you are the only one that can fulfill your happiness. And again, I'm trying not to get too woo-woo and spiritual, but that's how it is. Uh, try new things, just try new things. The next six, eight weeks, enroll in a new, a new class, take time off, do what you need to do. Try new areas of creativity or um, get back to maybe what you used to love. Try, you know. Uh, maybe it was design or, or or writing. Again, are you too? Are you removed from something that used to bring you joy, because you're successful? Just think about it. You might actually have the missing ingredient right in front of you, and it might be something from your early days when you first started your business. So revert back to that. Krinder saying, and sit down for your time for your time to be serious. Yeah, give it some serious thought. Absolutely. And lastly, yeah, just listen to it. Let's say you don't get an answer or a hit right away. This might take time. This might take the next year for you to figure this out. But again, the fact that you actually acknowledge that something isn't working, you're listening to that voice is the biggest step, honestly. The rest is just cake because you now are aware of it. It's just like they always say, once you're aware of a problem, you can fix it. But before, if you were just sort of ignoring it, it's, uh, it, it's easy to do. And again, when you're successful, which is what this really topic of the show is, when you're successful, it's, it's, we have so much noise telling us as defined by the outside world that things are working. Sometimes getting that feeling of, of that hollow success can be a little scary because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make logical sense because everything that is, um, everything we're using as sort of measurements of our happiness, money, family, free time, promotion, visibility, autonomy, whatever it is to you, if you're actually ticking all those boxes and there's no emotional attachment, no fulfillment, that's scary because you're like, the first place you go to is like, what am I doing wrong, right? Or you just ignore it. So hopefully today you have a little bit more clarity on what to do when success feels hollow. My biggest question to you is, did this resonate with you? Should I talk about it more? Um, the whole purpose of this show I want to, to really hit on going forward is more empowerment. Um, and it's all about, you know, how does this fit into branding and social media is probably maybe what you're asking. Uh, well, my background is communications, it's storytelling. And for me right now, it's just about how can I help you speak your truth? So whether that's through your business, through your mission statement, through who you are, through whatever impact or change you're trying to make on this planet, probably through your business, how you know me, um, you know, unless you have an emotional connect, uh, connection to it or attachment to it, maybe you're doing really well at that. If that success feels hollow, then it needs fixing, right? Because why be successful if you're not happy doing it? Why? That's the whole purpose of today. Cool beans? So thank you for your feedback, uh, especially those of you who have brought it up during our consulting sessions uh, and clients of mine. I appreciate it. Again, I want these shows, I want you to inform these shows so that I can step up and be of greater uh, use to you. A couple of things as I sign off, I'm gonna jump over to Instagram uh, and I'll put my handle there right now. You guys can check me out. 
uh, if you're watching this just now, uh, give it a second and then watch it on the replay. You'll also have it on the podcast. I really encourage you to listen to this entire uh, exercise so you can go through it. If you haven't taken my uh, social media wellness quiz, I put this up about a month ago. It's still pinned on my page. Do take it. This is part of, uh, this is a really good check-in exercise too, maybe as you're taking a look at your business. I want you guys to be marching along confidently toward the end of the year. I want everyone on here to finish the year strong. So whether it's figuring out what this fulfillment piece is or, or sort of recalibrating, fixing their social media, you guys know that I consult. I can always work with any one of you. I work with some of you. Uh, but if anything, those are free resources. You can get them right on my page and you can participate. Does that make sense? Cool. Oh, Corinda, this is such a beautiful message message to end on. Try to be love and uh, try to love. And I think you're saying talking, you're talking about loving, loving the process. Is that right? Uh, loving uh, that success might be feeling hollow. That's a very deep uh, observation. I don't know. Oh, Corinda, thanks so much. Uh, you put my handle. So, um, Guys, my handle on Instagram, which I'm jumping to right now, which this might sound confusing if you're listening to me over the podcast, but if you're on Instagram and you're listening to me on the podcast, please follow me. It's at jpainbu. The link is there in the descriptor. Guys, thanks so much for watching. I hope you found this show helpful. I'll be back next week with more on this topic, more probably around storytelling. If you ever have any questions or topics for the show, let me know, comment here. Um, and that is it. Guys, thanks so much. Take care. I'll see you on Instagram. Otherwise, please take that quiz. Participate. It's pinned on my page. It's the first post you see. Um, you can click that big fat blue button to participate in that as well. Otherwise, reach out. You can find everything on my website, jessicapayne.us. Otherwise, guys, take care. I hope your success is not hollow. But if you have any questions, and as you go through this experiment, if you get any aha moments, let me know. We'll talk about it next week. All right, you guys. Have a great week. And I'll see you soon.